Welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Ed Piscor. I'm Jim Rugg. Nature abhors a vacuum, Jimmy. Man, there's there's always space space to fill uh, in in this universe, and we're going to be talking about amputee love. Uh, <laughs> Big this... demand for that. It wasn't being uh, satisfied. First, we do have some business ahead of time. Uh, Jimmy and I are cartoonists ourselves, man. Uh, Jim did Street Angel, Deadly Scroll Alive. This comic is available finer comic shops, Amazon, places like this. Same joints you're going to be able to find. The Red Room Anti-Social Network trade paperback. Look at that juxtaposition, Jimmy. I feel like uh, this is endemic of the Cartoonist Kayfabe channel itself. Two good-looking books right there, Ed. That's goddamn right, man. Serving uh, many different uh, sub subcultures of humanity. We have pat Patreons and link trees in the description below this video where you could get our books, you could support our Patreons, uh, yada yada. What else should we say up front before we get into this romance comic, Jimmy? I think that covers it. All right, man. Like I said, nature abhors a vacuum. There wasn't many uh, romance comics in, in the 70s. That sort of went away after Stan and Jack came back with Fantastic Four number one, man. So we're taking a look. Uh, 1974 is the cover date of this piece by, by Boats for uh, for Amputee Love from Last Gasp, man. Uncle Ron Turner. We're going to have him on the show one day uh, talking about comics. He was, you know, San Francisco-based hippie energy he would have like activist kind of comics, you know, slow death funnies, man. That's like a ecological, ecologically minded comic. Uh, was the early um, publisher of Barefoot Gen, uh, which I didn't realize that. Yeah, wow. yeah, like my uh, my set of Barefoot Gens over there, man. All last gasp publications. Yeah, I'm eager to talk to Ron Turner. Uh, what a history! Hey, let's not let's not sleep on this cover, Ed. One, I don't know what this is. This red little bit. Uh, it is the bottom of a crutch. Oh, got it. But got see, it, yeah. if you're part of the amp, the uh, the what do they call them? The amp, the monoped subculture of people. Uh, the jargon is sticks. Gotcha. The other part that I appreciate is uh, our blonde here on the couch, uh, licking the 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 amputee, the end of the guy's arm with his arm around her. Um, pretty subtle, even though it's in the center of the cover. But I uh, didn't want anybody at home to miss that detail. Of course, man. Yeah, like like at first blush, you you might be like, well, where are the amputees? You know, like there's a little gimmick there, man. You see the little the little leg joint, and uh, it'll you t you fast forward and you go into the front cover here and you hear like uh ron turner and some other people say that like like uh the artist boats looked at actual amputated limbs for reference for this piece man. i would expect that yeah from a good artist yeah absolutely man that's a good hi-fi as well by the way man boats with the uh, a very unique morgue file in his, <laughs> in his studio so uh he Here's one question for you, Jimmy. We got the we got the editorial intro piece, man, from from Uncle Ron, uh, is telling us that uh, this this comic by Rich and Renee, uh, whose surnames are not included in the proceedings, uh, Miss Renee, amputee herself, man, and she got uh, her husband to do the drawing. She she did the writing, got her husband to do the drawing. Uh, my question for you, like. Like, is this kayfabe? Uh, I, I, I did some research, couldn't find much on Rich and Renee. Your answer could kind of color the, the, the approach I have going forward because this is a double binding review that can go either way for, for, for us as we're talking. Because if it's kayfabe, then we bought into something whenever, uh, like, I say how, how. We're marks. Yeah, we're marking out. Uh, but if it, 
if we say that if we think it's kayfabe then you can't diminish the the work you know what i'm saying because it's coming from a authentic place so uh just handle it straight up I, you know, I think we do handle it straight up, but anytime there's a question whether it's kayfabe or, or, or bring a shoot, it up. I, uh, well, no, just in general, like, because I feel like I encounter this in life a lot. Okay. A lot of stories I hear, and it's kind of like, is that legit or yeah. is that? Um, I love it that you asked the question because in my mind, it's a great storyteller. And right. whether it's legitimate or not, if it's legitimate, it's an awesome document. If it's somebody that just had a creative idea of making this in the middle of like underground comics and romance comics and, you know, like all this stuff. It's a great comic, you know, like I'm happy with either outcome. I would rather it's kayfabe that, that it's like these guys had an idea and uh, and made a comic that here we are. It's 1975, I think, publication date. So here we are 46 years later going, good comic. If it is kayfabe, then they're using even the inside cover, man, to sell you on that shit. Exactly. You know, like this would be the equivalent of like those documentary films. Like the like the um what they called white coders in the fifties, where it was like, here are nudists playing volleyball, or here's gotcha. here's a woman giving birth, and and just because they had a dude with a white lab coat at the beginning, <laughs> right? Uh, it made it it bypass obscenity law, so that the guys who were jerking off in their trench coats, you just look past the baby that's squirting out of that lady's vagina, but you're gonna get to see a vagina on on screen. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> I kind of love not knowing. It's part of the reading experience. Yeah, they, they even go hardcore and get fucking MDs and shit right. to, like, uh, do a little editorial piece. If you're viewing it as kayfabe, doesn't this all add to the evidence? It's an like, after mag, They're dude. selling it hard. It's after, yeah. Doth protesteth too much, is that what you're saying? Yeah, it just seems like somebody had an idea and they recognized, like, this is good. Good let's, idea. Let's lean into it. Good idea because it's so visual. You know, it's so visual. Perfect. And yeah, there's no explanation needed. The cover tells you everything that we're going to find. Can I give you an origin story? <laughs> Please. Because uh, you see her, man, she's got two stems. Oh, yeah. And she's in the office. She's planning. She's in the wrong comic. To go uh, have an orgy, because it's the 70s, you know? Like, all you needed was a pill to take care of anything you could contract, man. And maybe a coat hanger, depending <laughs> on where, which side of Roe v. Wade we're on here. Uh she's got an orgy she wants to go to with her man onto a wild weekend orgy but the uh the boss man has more work for her he's still of that madman uh era he wants her to put in a bunch of work and guess what he's going to the club if you need him so she's got a race to get the work done race to get home because she really wants to go to that orgy with her man tragedy hits gets hit by a bus wakes up wakes up uh we're into the comic man she does feel diminished as a person um with this this is a this is a common thing that happens with uh with people who suffer such tragedies but she's got like a like a clinical worker or a nurse or somebody's going to come in who who's who's of the same of the same persuasion i love the look of this comic you know you get a little bit of screen tone really basic like floor tiles mm. it, it feels like it's um it's almost diagrams totally. of comics you know like it's i like that it's, yeah it's a, it's a good look and i think it's a good look for uh the subject that we're getting here you get pieces too where like you know it's very rough drawing mm -hmm. but when you see pieces like this it's like did you have your autograph projector and you just like trace the you, you they find opportunities to trace things, you know, not not, not far from like a Johann Peterson type thing where, where it's like very crude illustration, but then you see a pretty good looking bus or a nice back three quarter view of a nurse or something. Uh, this nurse lady, 
she, she's a swinger as well, man. But she's a swinger for a very specific... Nature reports the vacuum for a very specific niche. And then this is where you start to get into, like, J.G. Ballard, Dave Cronenberg, yes. Crash mm-hmm. kind of territory. Now, these people, it's not specifically about car crashes, but... Uh, Look at the amount of text. Yeah, and, and, the, <laughs> and the different point sizes of the lettering and even the different application of tools to put that lettering down on the page it's it, this is like their first comic or something it is and it, that's fun too because you're seeing the mix of different screen tones and even use of screen tones like how bizarre is that you know that that cloudy shadow behind that figure something you wouldn't see very often uh with the screen tone application but then like you know a, a grease pencil or some kind of dry media creating some of these marks yeah i love the aesthetic i think it looks really good when she gets out of the hospital, goes back to her man, he's basically saying, you know, you and I could still maybe get lunch every now and then, uh, far away from here, but I can't be seen with you anywhere close by. Man, that's right out of a romance comic. It is. That is right out of one. Um, fetish, you know, like fetish art for, we're going to draw the, the sexy nurse or whatever, and then like when you're drawing Joe Schmo, it's just dash it out. Yeah. Um, reminds me of like an Eric Stanton or something, like the way these figures all look, and obviously the emphasis is on the figures, you know, sparse line, very simple backgrounds, because we're selling the figure, figures here. We are selling the figures. Uh, the, the, the one nurse lady, she's like, you're not... A diminished person like there are things you could do with that stub that <laughs> that uh are gonna knock knocks people's socks off so here's where get it we're getting into the visuals man where it packs the punch still able to make that orgy after all yeah yeah it's just like you know different batch of people this is a reasonably like i think this guy has all of his gimmicks but he's got he's got an interest you know and clearly yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> really impressed that the the um caption is real good it's like she she has a sort of hop on one foot but he loves it because it makes her big boobs bounce sexy man and they're so into each other they didn't even shut the door there's such subtle stuff too like like his his cock on her leg yeah it's <laughs> just it's small she's using it she's using what she it's really interesting cartooning you know like we were talking about the creators and whether they're legit or if it's somebody you know working under a pseudonym to do this the choices look like a uh, an early cartoonist like it a does. first time kind of guy a guy that's coming from a little bit of drawing but but not regular with comics they've got an idea they've got a point of view they're seeing these these underground comics flowing through uh, San Fran have some facility. Let's let's draw let's draw some shit, man. This is the, uh, the the two ladies. See when she when after the accident she can't stay with her guy anymore because he doesn't want her. So she stays with the with the other nurse lady. The kids are staring and the nurse lady's just like just just smack the kid with smack the kid in the ass with one of your sticks. <laughs> Send them on their way. It's amazing. Like like carrying their groceries. <laughs> right. And then you see like a little kid watching and stuff. So they're going to a kind of like a porno office mm-hmm. uh, for very like specific niche things. So what these girls do, like it, you, you basically, you could, you try to talk guys into fucking on video. So, and then they sell the video. It, it becomes like a big income stream. Yeah, I think I saw a John Byrne comic like this. Right. Might even cover it very soon. 
if we haven't already. It did make me wonder like where this stuff comes out of like concept wise. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm interested. I, I mentioned Eric Stanton, who's doing adult comics at this time. Yeah. Um, obviously, exploitation movies, if you follow my work, you know, that's a big influence on my stuff. And it feels like all of these things are kind of in the soup, porno, you know, at this time. Porno chic. Right. Is, almost mainstream. I, I don't know the dates of Deep Throat, right. but it must be around here. And, uh, and if you have Deep Throat, those Mitchell brothers who did Behind the Green Door, they, they are San Francisco-based guys. So liberal culture out there in San Fran, like... I imagine you could have like got got some stag films, like some of the reel-to-reel gimmicks there in the tenderloin or something. And that's what this is. They call it video. It did, in cassettes, it's like, wow, how old are VCRs? You yeah, know, that I, is interesting. Like I was alive when when uh, you know in the eighties when my folks got their first VCR, but there must have been like the bleeding edge kind of VCR people or something. Yeah, it's not hard to imagine if this is legitimate. If it's an if it's somebody a visual artist who is connected to adult film or whatever that's bringing you know his his skill set to this to a comic book. You know this idea. Right. This is a phone conversation about the uh, like she's getting a big insurance payday from from the accident and and she, and she does legitimately get it uh, when the insurance man comes over to like cut him their check. Uh, they start flirting with him, and he's like, "Oh, you know, I've never been with a lady that uh, doesn't have all all her bits. Like, I, I could I could be interested in that." I also like the idea that if this is legitimate, all these words reflect like suddenly you have an outlet. You know, like yeah. a group that is a is is not represented much in underground <laughs> comics. You s- you've got one, so uh, you know you've been waiting to get this off your chest. The argument for the legitimacy is some of the subtle things in here that I would. You know, I could point out point for point, like, you know, that is interesting. Like, uh, would you be, you know, things that you don't necessarily think about there. She's going to go buy a car and it's a sports car that she was ready to pay with cash. And these guys are talking in the back like, ah, man, like we can't we can't give this girl this kind of car. Like, just just tell her that it's already sold to somebody because of like. I guess there was some sort of insurance, like, you know, she drives this off the lot. They're responsible until it's off the, off the, you know, block or something. Uh, but there's, there's something in here that makes me feel like there might be legitimacy to, uh, it's, it's funny too, because if, if it's kayfabe, you think like, if you're the storyteller, you're brainstorming like every scenario right. that you could put somebody in and discrimination, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously like lots of discrimination throughout this, but this is like such a very specific one that's like interesting. I, I can think of a million discriminatory things, but uh, you think that some gross auto salesman who's rece- about to receive cash, like is ever gonna turn a soul down? That seems yeah, so right. specific. Especially these these guys, you could see him in the front row of wrestling matches before Hulk Hogan was the right. uh, great. It's American funny to hero. think of like somehow you're making a salesman, a car, a used car salesman, like more scummy. Right. <laughs> so the girls have to settle for just like a pretty cool Lincoln Continental or something. Yeah, that's like a like a uh, a pimp car. Yeah. Yeah, flirting with the 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 car salesman there, and he's he's intrigued. He's intrigued. Uh, another, uh, you know what, another part that, that made me think about, like, maybe this isn't kayfabe is, you know, these girls, they still, they still have, have their, um, I don't want to say vanity, but they care about how, how they look or whatever. want to wear pantyhose. So they talk about like the specifics to ways to, to sort of sew up 
the stockings so that you could still rock some pantyhose on your good one man and have it have it uh kind of um you know pocketed up right and and there's like you could send a self-addressed stamped envelope to uh to get like um the sewing plan see like if this is kayfabe this is incredible freaking kayfabe because it's like if you are an amputee like you could send away for for sewing instructions i wonder like what else exists the way comics do because this kind of stuff I'm I'm completely callous to this because it's used so much in comics, right? Where it's like I'm spoofing, I'm having as if like I had Silver Age characters in the right, history right. of my little indie comic right. or, or fake ads that you could send away from. You know, like I'm used to all that in comics. And so in my mind, it's like this is more proof of they're just using techniques that Chris Ware and right. you know, we all use these. But if it's legit... I'm such an asshole. <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. Like, like we've got to like tread so lightly. If you're into something else besides comics, like, do you have this kind of like weird meta build up of like, of course it's fake ads. Right. They're in every other comic I read. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it is like these, this is sort of an invention, you know, like uh, like Crumb obviously did some pretty crazy ones in in Zap uh, that people talk about to this day. So you know, is that that a legacy of that? I don't know. But our girls, they're they're gussying up, dude. This is. I've, I've, uh, when <laughs> Just I, when I feel bad for calling it kayfabe, then you see that. <laughs> when I was, when I was uh, on the set of a movie, man, you did a lot of downtime, and I met some ladies who were like a part of the mermaid subculture that exists, dude, and they sew together their own like mermaid tails and you can find a lot of youtube videos of these ladies trying this stuff out there are the, the girls that have money there's a certain kind that you get because it's not e like dude you get water in there you ever wear some hip waders and uh get a little water uh caught in your gimmick man like <laughs> like there are things that have to be done if you're gonna frolic in in a pool as as a as a mermaid man so, there's there's there are these springs in florida it's like this commercial thing that you go to whenever my in-laws moved to florida we were visiting and it's like we got to go to this because they had gone to it like i don't know when natalie was a little girl yeah so we went to it like 30 years later it had not been updated at all but it's women in mermaid like underwater swimming you know like you're watching oh, right, them through right. a yeah, wall yeah. like a giant aquarium wall yeah you see that in canon um, films except i think it was old when she was a kid and it was 30 years older when we revisited it and wow anytime i see a mermaid i have to think about it though <laughs> it was also kind of an uninspired show it didn't do a lot jimmy babies are getting made at this orgy yeah wow that's your uh, that's your money page there yeah that's like the big schmoz the big schmoz made the battle royale <laughs> everybody's running in and uh listen man this isn't uh, Aristotle, you know. There's not some big conflict. There's not uh, some climax beyond orgasms. Yes, beyond the climaxes we're literally showing on the screen right now. <laughs> right. Uh, so I guess the arc of our character is she just became very comfortable. Yeah, with... her life didn't end with this uh, this bus accident. Exactly, and she's living her best life. Empowering. And these girls listen. The story of Orgy Isle, issue number two. It's yet to come out, so it's kind of like the Ben Enlin schedule of uh, The Tick, <laughs> you know? But I would read it. Yeah, this is a cool everything. It's it's such a great artifact of, like, 
comics really getting to that point where you, you could make comics about anything. Yeah. Uh, there were mechanisms to publish them and distribute them. And uh, this has, you know, it's one of the most memorable of these underground comics for a reason. Yeah. Another one of those uh, underground comics that, um, like, you know, Chuck Biscuits or something, where it's like the cartoon, they made one comic and like, uh, like the black and white boom, uh, you know, they didn't become our crumb, so they didn't make a second. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm on board with that. I like these kind of one. I mean, they certainly made a more memorable comic than most people. That's got them uh, right. One, one comic. So That's kudos good. to that. I, I wonder if, uh, if Uncle Ron printed this up because you know a big, like a big vein of uh, the income for those early publishers was, uh, you know, psychedelic posters created the early distribution mechanism for these comics. And, uh, you know, we're going to have to get Uncle Ron on the channel to chat with us, man, and figure out, like, what that trajectory is. Were you doing the psychedelic posters for, for shows, and then you just launched, and, you know, you had some extra glossy paper uh, in the facility, man, had a dude who knew how to draw comics. Man, it makes me wonder, like, how this book sold. Because imagine you buy comics at a head shop. And you see this. Could you not buy this? Oh, I know. You're getting it. Like, if you came in contact with this wherever you buy your head shop comics, you have to buy it. There was a reason why that was the one that you were reading in our spread shop uh, <laughs> yes. advertisement. <laughs> yep, I know a good comic when I see it. <laughs> and there's many uh, other good comics to take a look at, but uh, that's all for today on the Cartoonist Kayfabe channel. Kayfabers, like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, hit the bell. We'll notify you when new vids are available. Subscribe to the Cartoonist Kayfabe e-newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist Kayfabe t-shirts and merchandise at the links below this video. Did we skip something? We did. What did we skip? <laughs> Join me on patreon.com slash jimrug where you can download a dozen out-of-print zines and mini-comics of mine. You can see a bunch of my original art scripts, process of how I make comics like Street Angel, Plain Janes, Octobriana, and more. That's at patreon.com slash jimrug. Patreon.com slash edpiscors where I'm serializing the Red Room comics before they hit paper. Red Room, the anti-social network, in stores now. Red Room, trigger warnings, issue number one, hitting stores in December. All right, man, give them those marching orders, Jimmy. Let's get the hell out. Read more comics.